What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight, December 20th, we're going to hang out for the next 45 minutes or so and uh, basically get you guys ready for week 16. It's the final four. Uh, hopefully, you guys made all your waiver wire moves that you needed to do. And uh, yeah, any questions you guys have, please fire them away in the comments. We're going to go over, you know, the relevant practice reports today and, and any questions you guys have, start sit questions, anything you guys need. We're going to get you ready uh, for the big final four. And we have an, it's an interesting spread. It's a Christmas weekend and we got games tomorrow. We got a game tomorrow night. We got two Saturday, big slate on Sunday and three games on Monday. So I'm looking forward to the interesting holiday weekend here. Uh, good evening to Jerry. Hope you're doing well. And Harris, hope you're doing uh, well as well. And Harris coming in hot here with the CJ Stroud or Jordan Love. It does not sound good for CJ Stroud. I'm going to pull up some of the reports here, but it, it, sound, it sounds pretty bleak. Um, so there's a report already here from Schefter and, and a bunch of other media outlets that Stroud unlikely to play. They've pretty much all but named Case Keenum as the starter. Uh, for this weekend. So it, I, I'm assuming you're not going to have to make this decision here. It's going to be Jordan Love if that's the case. Uh, and if it is Jordan Love, I don't know if there's any other players that you're going to maybe pick up and consider playing over Jordan Love, but it's a it's a kind of a tricky matchup for Jordan Love. Um, I do want to pull up the – let me pull up the practice reports for Green Bay because they have a couple receivers that are dinged up, uh, which could limit Jordan Love's upside this weekend. But we're seeing Jaden Reed not practicing with a toe injury and still no Christian Watson, which would leave the Packers with uh, Romeo Dobbs, Dontavian Wicks, and Malik Heath as their top three receivers. They still have Tucker Craft. Aaron Jones is healthy, uh, but not his full complement of receivers here. So I, I think in this question, you're not going to be able to play C.J. Stroud. You're going to have to go with Jordan Love. And the thing to worry about a little bit is the Carolina Panthers. Somehow, some way, they became the number one team against uh, quarterbacks here, allowing just under 13 fantasy points per game. I do want to look at that number a little closely and see what quarterbacks have been doing against them. Uh, this is FF today. If you guys want to use it, uh, just go to their fantasy points allowed. And then what's nice about this is you can open up the box scores and see what teams have been doing against the Carolina Panthers. So last week, Desmond Ritter, 7.9 points. Derek Carr had 10.8 the week before. Baker Mayfield, 9.9. Will Levis, 7.1. So, man, Dak Prescott, 16.2. He's been the best quarterback against them going all the way back to week six. Not a lot of fantasy points here allowed to the quarterback position. So it, I don't know if Jordan loves uh, a solid QB one this weekend. He could surprise with a couple touchdowns, but uh, I am concerned about the Jordan love Packers offense this weekend. Uh, Jerry says, start one tight end, one flex full PPR, Laporta McBride, Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss. If you're flexing JT, would you flex him even if Moss is active? So uh, the tight end right now, I mean, you've got two studs, Laporta and McBride. I think these are the two premier tight ends uh, going forward in the future, like next year in, in fantasy football drafts, like Laporta and McBride are probably both top five tight ends. So let's key in on those matchups and figure out which one we're going to use first. The Vikings, they're giving up the 14th most points to the tight end position. That's about 12 per game. Uh, and then the Arizona Cardinals, they're going to get the – they're traveling to Chicago. The matchup's pretty good here for for McBride. The, the Bears are giving up 83 catches, 701 yards, six touchdowns to the tight end. With no Marquise Brown likely this weekend, I, th I think I'm going to go McBride. And he's been – I mean, he's been the number one target. With Laporta, he still has to compete with – you know, I'm in Ross St. Brown and Jameer Gibbs, and sometimes it's a David Montgomery game. So I think between the tight ends, I'm going Trey McBride. Um, and then at flex, I, I'm, I'm kind of nervous to play Jonathan Taylor. Um, one, it's his first game back, and he's playing the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta hosting the Indianapolis Colts. Atlanta's one of the best teams against the running back position. So I don't love the Jonathan Taylor situation in his first game back. I think I might just ease my decision here and play both tight ends. Laporta and McBride are both red hot right now. I think I'm going to ride both tight ends. And it, it, I thought I saw that Zach Moss is going to play, uh, or at least he's going to try. Let me see his practice report here. I got Zach Moss as a DNP with a forearm injury. We'll see if he can go. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure the reports I saw were optimistic about him playing this weekend, though. But I, I think in this question, man, I'm going to go with both tight ends. Garrett Wilson or Chris Godwin 
non-PPR. So we're trying to flip for a touchdown here, uh, or we want, you know, at least 60 to 80 yards in this contest. I, I really like the momentum of Tampa Bay's offense right now. They're playing the Jacksonville Jags, and the Jags, man, their defense – they they allow fantasy points to all the positions here. They rank 24th against wide receivers, about 36 points per game. They've allowed 15 receiving touchdowns on the season. This is a pretty good spot. I know it's a great spot for teams playing the commanders, but we I don't know if I can trust the Jets offensively. It doesn't sound like Zach Wilson's going to play. Let me double-check that report here. I don't think he practiced today with a concussion. Um. Yeah, so I mean, they've already ruled out Aaron Rodgers here. You have Zach Wilson questionable the concussion. That's going to leave Trevor Simeon. I, I, I don't have that much confidence in this Jets offense, even though the matchup's really dang good. I think I'm going to lean with Chris Godwin here, uh, who's coming off of a really, really hot game. And you also have just the Buccaneers, man. They're starting to hit their stride. They've won a couple big games in a row, and all of a sudden Chris Godwin puts down probably his best game of the season. Let me just pull up Chris Godwin's numbers here. Uh, Godwin goes 10 for 155 the week before five for 53, not sure what happened back in week 13, but otherwise Godwin's floor seems to be about 50 yards and who knows, maybe, you know, 11 targets and 12 targets the last two games. I think I'm going to ride the hot hand here with Chris Godwin. Trey McBride or Evan Ingram, non PPR. Hoof. Hmm. Man, that's a really I, – I don't want to sit Trey McBride. I'm assuming you have another tight end that you're playing over him. McBride's just been so good lately, and so is Evans. To be, I mean, to be honest with you, the, the issue with, with McBride is there's not a lot of touchdowns to be had here. He's got two on the season. I think in a non-PPR league, I'm going to stick with Mike Evans, who's been really, really good all season long. Mike Evans, uh, where is he here? He's currently one of the top receivers – in fantasy football right now, if I go, I'm going to filter here by ESPN, which I believe is full PPR, but Mike Evans, man, basically he catches a touchdown almost every other game at this point. I'm going to go with Mike Evans because uh, I think he's going to catch a touchdown. And hey, Brian, um, all right, we survived. Congrats. We're in the final four and we're asking Kyler Flacco or Trevor Lawrence. Um, yeah, let's pull up those Trevor Lawrence reports here. Um, he remains in the concussion protocol, and he's progressing well. We're probably not going to have an answer on this tomorrow. I think by Friday we'll have a good idea uh, on if Trevor Lawrence plays. But even if Trevor Lawrence plays, I don't know if I want to whip him out there against Tampa Bay. Um, the ceiling doesn't really quite seem there. Uh, every Everything since Christian Kirk went down, it feels like the ceiling has – come down along with Trevor Lawrence. So uh, I'm not so excited about him, uh, especially in his first game back with a concussion. A little bit nervous there. Uh, Joe Flacco, I, I like Joe Flacco. Um, it is an interesting matchup at home. I, no, they're at they're at Houston this weekend. Let's pull up Joe Flacco's numbers. The last few games here, he's been uh, a decent fringe QB1 for the most part here. I mean, he's averaging 17.8 points per game right now, a 16, a 20, and a 16. Um, I, I think Flacco is probably the safest play of this three, which sounds pretty crazy here, but I'm, I'm going to roll with Kyler Murray, who's been um, quietly been playing really good football. Uh, maybe not so much for like actual winning games, but for fantasy, you know, two kind of duds here, 11 and 13, but 20, 21 and 17. I think I'm going to roll with the guy who can run and provide those high floors and also provide those high ceilings. So I would rank them as Kyler, Flacco, Trevor Lawrence this week. And, hey, good evening to Charlene. Do you trust Keenan Allen this week? I don't. I will put in Josh Palmer. I lose Pittman this week, week 16. I Actually, I might have some good news for you. Well, it's good news, bad news. The bad news is I, I don't think Keenan Allen's going to play this week. Um, let me pull up the practice report here for the L.A. Chargers. Uh, I got Keenan Allen, DNP, with a heel injury. We're going to need more information on him Thursday and Friday. Uh, if he can't go, maybe Josh Palmer is a decent play here. But the way Buffalo's defense played last weekend, I don't know if I'm confident in that. Uh, but the good news that I had is Michael Pittman might play. He gets in a limited practice today. Uh, on Wednesday here, which is a fantastic sign. Um, I did not expect him to get a limited practice in 
any day this week, but he gets it on the first day, Wednesday here. Hopefully we'll get more data on this Thursday, Friday, but I would say right now, if, if I had to just predict what's going on here, it, it seems like Michael Pittman Jr. is more likely to play than Keenan Allen. Might be wrong on that, but uh, I, I would say hold the phone. I, I don't trust Keenan Allen um, if he does play. And with that being said, if I don't trust Keenan Allen, I don't really trust Josh Palmer. So I think the best bet and the best hope is that Michael Pittman Jr. is able to play. I would play him over Josh Palmer if it came to that. But we're going to monitor this situation for the rest of the week, Charlene. Uh, Chris Godwin or Zay Flowers, non-PPR. Um, I mean, we all know Zay Flowers didn't have a great game last weekend. Uh, I think I'm comfortable riding the hot hand here, Chris Godwin, against a favorable matchup with the Jags. Zay Flowers going up against the 49ers, that's going to be a tougher game. Um, I, I think I'm comfortable going Chris Godwin here. And uh, there's just I think there's more passing touchdown opportunities coming out of Tampa Bay right now. Uh, Brian says, pick three, full PPR. Diggs, I'm a Bills fan, he's been disappointing. Addison, Cooks, Higgins, and Noah Brown. Okay, well, you're going Diggs. We're, we're definitely going Stephon Diggs against the Chargers this weekend. you, you got to take advantage of this. This is going to be – I'm hoping it's like a coming out party for Buffalo's offense and, like, everything hits, you know, Allen, Cook, Diggs, uh, the tight ends, maybe Gabe Davis gets involved. I think you have to play Stephon Diggs through it. Uh, Brandon Cooks, a little bit of a disappointment last weekend, but so was the entire offense. Uh, I think you have to play T Higgins because again, it looks like Jamar chase is not going to play. Let me see if I can pull that up here. Um, Jamar chase didn't practice on Tuesday and let me see if I can find, I believe, yeah, they already ruled out Jamar chase. So I think you got to go digs. You got to go Higgins. That final spot comes down to Addison. No Brandon, Brandon cooks. I, I, I kind of want to go with Jordan Addison, man. He seemed to have a really good connection with Nick Mullins. That's a game where uh, I expect the Vikings and the Lions kind of go back and forth and, and trade points. Noah Brown's interesting. Uh, it is a tough matchup going up against the Cleveland Browns. And then you also have Brandon Cooks. It's it's a, it's a decent matchup against the Dolphins, but we, we've kind of seen what his floor can be. I'm going to swing for the fences with Jordan Addison as the number three guy here. If you don't like Addison, I would go Noah Brown over Brandon Cooks. It's t it's a tight end, Evan. Um Oh, Evan E. My bad. I misread that. Trey McBride or Evan Ingram. Uh, I'm going to go with Trey McBride in that question there. Even though he doesn't catch touchdowns, I just I feel really good about him getting targets and being kind of a monster, uh, just racking up the yards and the catches. So my bad there, Harris. I'm going with Trey McBride. Uh, by the way, leaning Flacco over Kyler, if no Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I, I don't hate that, man. Uh, I, I know Kyler's been a little bit low the last couple games here, but I think to me, like that's it's a safe floor. I know I'm going to get at least 11 to 13 points. Joe Flacco, on the other hand, I still don't know if we can openly trust. But, I mean, it's hard to ignore the numbers with Joe Flacco here. Let me actually filter it by ESPN settings to get the fancy points in there. 16, 20, and 16. He's throwing the ball at 44, 45, and 45 attempts per game. A lot of yardage, a lot of touchdowns. He's going to, you know, wreck it with some interceptions. So I get it. I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm totally fine with Flacco if that's where you're leading. I need Kirk Cousins to feed Jefferson Addison this week. And, hey, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I, I think Nick Mullins is is actually okay for the offense, so no problem. Uh, Chris Godwin or Jaden Reed, non-PPR. Uh, this one's tough. I don't know if I'm going to be able to answer it until we get more practice reports on Thursday and Friday. As of today, uh, we, we know Jaden Reed did not finish the game um, on Sunday against Tampa Bay with the toe injury, so – you know, we're going to need more information on his practice reports. I, if I'm answering this question today, I'm going to go Chris Godwin. Uh, Brandon Cooks or Jordan Addison, non-PPR. Um, these guys are kind of like images of each other where we don't really trust the, the the floor is, you know, two for 30, something like that, four or five points. And we've seen what happens when they can get their big play touchdowns. Uh, I, I'm probably going to lean with Jordan Addison here. He looked really good. He's, go, he's going up against number two cornerbacks again. Uh, I think I'm going to swing for the fences with the high, with the high ceiling play there. Um, hey, I appreciate you hanging out with me, Drew. This has been a lot of fun all season long and Hey, it's the final four season now. So we got to make sure we get the best information and answers for you guys. Uh, but which of these two, which of these two of these three, do you like in full PPR Singletary London and a champ? Um, 
I think you you probably have to play Devin Singletary right now, just the way that he's taken over that backfield. And I know it's not a great matchup this weekend going up against uh, the, the Cleveland Browns, but I, I'm kind of looking at it as, hey, I, I, I feel pretty comfortable about Singletary being heavily involved in this offense and getting the majority touches. He's also out there in passing down situations. So full PPR, I think Singletary is the guy that can get you the 8 to 12 points. Drake London. Uh, interesting opportunity for Drake London uh, this weekend with Taylor Heineke. But, hey, what's his matchup look like? Let's go see. Indianapolis Colts, they rank 11th against wide receivers, allowing about 30 fantasy points per game. You know, it's it's not a terrible matchup. You know, if if London were to get 50% of that, that puts him right at about 15 points. And then with Devon Achan, tough matchup against Dallas. But, hey, we just saw a, a really good back, James Cook, tear up this Dallas Cowboys defense so i'm open to achan I'm, I'm not quite sure if i trust him though um let me pull up you know just with his knee injuries that he's had throughout the season and just raheem mostert's playing really well i struggle to trust devon achan last weekend he still went nine for 32 three for 30 as a receiver so it's probably for me it's probably the running backs i think singletary and achan uh, I, I i am open to london as well. And I've kind of come back around here. I'm basically all of them. I think they're all kind of in the same flexi type situation. That's why you're probably asking this question, but gun to my head, I'm going to go HN and Drake London. Um, I, I think it's a tough matchup, even for Singletary getting the touches against the Browns. I think I'm going to go with London and Devon HN. Uh, Evan Ingram or Joe Mixon non PPR. I'm going to stick with Joe Mixon here in a game where I expect the Steelers to not really put up a lot of fight offensively. I think the Bengals can kind of stay in their offense and run the ball and get Joe Mixon his, you know, 15, 20 touches, and we'll go with that. Uh, garbage time for Palmer, like he played against the Raiders. I just – I hate betting on garbage time. I can see it, though. I can totally see it. Uh, but, hey, the Bills' defense is a little bit different than the Raiders' defense. I don't know if there's going to be a wide-open 79-yard touchdown available uh, late in the third, fourth quarter. As Bijan start worthy? Or do I pick up anybody else? Seems like you can't have another point four. I mean, I don't know what happened in Atlanta last weekend where they, they were giving Algier and Cordero Patterson so many touches. I, I know Bijan wasn't very effective when he was getting the ball, so maybe they were kind of just riding the hot hand and, and, and kind of going that way. But for me, it's really hard to ignore that Bijan's had a pretty good season, you know, give or take one or two games. And it seems like whenever he has a bad game, the next game is usually pretty decent. Let me pull up Bijan Robinson's numbers here. And he's still a top 12 running back on the season, averaging 14 points per game. Um, every time he's had a bad, uh, you know, single digit games, he's bounced back with a solid game here. I, I think we're going to see something very similar this weekend going up against the Indianapolis Colts who allow, I believe it's like the 25th most. They rank 30th. This is one of the best matchups for running backs right now. Um, so I, I'm starting Bijan Robinson if I have him. I don't want to miss out on anything special. And, and I, I expect, you know, with Taylor Heineke, there's also a, a kind of a new a new look to the offense and maybe a little bit more hope. Maybe they respond well as a unit and help themselves out. And it's also in Atlanta this weekend. So I think, I think I'm starting Bijan. Jordan Addison or Alexander Madison. Um, everything that I've seen from the Minnesota coaching staff is that like Ty Chandler is the guy going forward. So we are not starting Alexander Madison until further notice. Uh, it certainly seems like to me that Ty Chandler is going to be the starting running back unless something else happens going forward. So it's pretty easy. I'm going with Jordan Addison here, even if Madison plays, which I'm not sure he does. Um, Alexander Madison still not practicing with that ankle injury, which I believe they classified as a high ankle injury. So I'm, I'm really not sure if he plays this weekend. Your decision might be pretty easy with Jordan Addison here. Uh, and yeah, Kenneth Walker, Kenneth Walker was probably the best player on the field on, uh, on Monday night football here. So Walker looks pretty good. Yeah, that would, and I noticed that right away when I'm like, Algier has like five carries to Bijan's one or something like that. So I thought that was a little interesting, but it just seems like, um, everyone on social media and things were, have been calling for Arthur Smith's head this week. And I, I think if he, Wants to keep that job. He knows he needs to rely on his playmaker. So we see him shift Taylor Heineke. I, I would assume that Bijan is going to be back into our good graces. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take 
I'm going to take a gamble with the matchup being so good. And, and hopefully, hopefully the coaching just kind of figures itself out this week. Jordan Addison or Aaron Jones, non PPR. Um, I, f- I feel comfortable enough with Aaron Jones out there where like his, his floor is going to probably look a lot like what it did last weekend. Let's pull up Aaron Jones's numbers here. And he just has not been healthy all season long, but Aaron Jones last week, he comes in, he goes 13 for 53 as a rusher, four for 16 as a receiver. I feel pretty comfortable with this floor, especially like Tampa Bay. They're one of the better teams against running backs. And we know, we know that the Carolina Panthers are not good against running back. It's literally the only position that they allow fantasy points to. So uh, I'm going to trust Aaron Jones here. Uh, I still think Jordan Addison, you know, Addison's got that wide range of outcomes, whether it's five points to 20 points, I think you could argue that Aaron Jones has that same kind of wide range of outcomes, but I'm going to trust the matchup here. I'm going to go with Aaron Jones in a game where the Packers, they they probably need to rely on him to make sure they get a W this weekend. Gardner, Minshew, or Tua Tagovailoa. Um, I would like to assume that Tyreek Hill is going to play this weekend. Uh, Let me pull up Miami's reports here. So Miami had some really – this one's a, I'm going to have to wait and see. I need more information the rest of the week, Harris, but uh, Miami did not have Devon Achan. They didn't have Teron Armstead, Tyreek Hill, their starting offensive guard, Robert Hunt, Austin, Ta- uh, Austin Jackson, their other tackle, and Raheem Mostert didn't practice today. So uh, the entire offense is, is in, in basically bubble wrap this week. So I need to see more information. I need to see who's in, who's out. Uh, if I had to make this answer today, I, I would say I'm going to probably go with Gardner Minshew. But if, if all these guys are healthy and the offensive line and all the weapons are out there for Tua, I think I'm going to go with Tua Tagovailoa. Nico Collins or Zay Flowers. Uh, we're still waiting more information on Nico Collins. I'm still thinking that he's he's not going to play, but he was able to get a limited practice in today on Wednesday. So uh, he's trending towards playing. I, I do get worried about playing a player uh, who might not be 100%. You also have no CJ Stroud in this one. They've already called that. So, and then you have to factor in, you know, that they're, they're playing the Cleveland Browns, which is not a great matchup. They are the second best team against wide receivers here. Um, so to me, it's a little bit difficult to play Nico Collins right now. Uh, whereas Zay Flowers, we know it's a tough matchup against the 49ers. He had a bad game last weekend. I, I think I would bet on Zay Flowers bouncing back, and then I would want to wait and see what Nico Collins does the rest of the week. So if I have to answer this tonight, I'm going to say Zay Flowers. How's the Fantasy Fellowship playoffs going? We are down to our final four teams. I believe Chase, uh, who's usually in their chat room with us, he's typically um, – He's typically in here hanging out, but uh, he's got the number one seed. Let me see why isn't this working. And uh, let's go to the scoreboard here. We'll go to the playoff bracket. So um, round one of the Fellowship Superflex League. Uh, Chase had the bye. Uh, Looks like Matt Bain beat uh, Team Young here by just one point. Keep hope alive, Justin. I took down Justin, who's usually in the chat with us. Um, and then Aiden got taken out here by Team Jellybean, who I play this weekend. And I have a proposal for you guys next year. If you guys are in the Fantasy Fellowship League, uh, my leagues do this thing where we do a seven-team playoff. And that first round, we don't have individual matchups or head-to-head matchups. What we do is we take all six teams and we take the top three scores and move those guys into the final four. So in this case, it would have been uh, Team Jellybean here with the 180. It would have been Tank for Trevor, who actually had the second most points on the week. And then it would have been myself here. So we would have taken the top three scores, moved them in, uh, and then you re-go by seed afterwards. So sometimes the seeding is a little weird. And, uh, you know, it just sucks when you have the second most points and you lose to the team that scored more points. So uh, we, we try to avoid that. But I'm, I'm open to, to talking about that next year with those that are in the Fantasy Fellowship Free League. Oh, no, Adam, feeling time. We'll see. I, I am against the Packers right now, they just allowed Baker Mayfield to have a career day. It it totally wouldn't surprise me if we see Bryce Young look really good this weekend, um, who's coming off of, you know, a nice win uh, at home against Atlanta, feeling, you know, eight to 12 points the last couple games. 
wouldn't be surprised if Thielen and Mingo and maybe even Chark make some plays in this one as Green Bay just got obliterated last week. Uh, Nick, thanks for hanging out for your question. Full PPR, uh, Lamb, Keenan Allen, Waddle, and Rice. Um, you're, you're starting C.D. Lamb here. He's the easy one. Um, the way we, we, I don't know if you were here before, but we did talk a little bit about Keenan Allen. I'm, I'm very iffy on him being available this weekend. The chargers just have nothing to play for. And, um, I mean, you got Easton stick throwing the ball. That's going to look a little bit different here. I'm looking for the note here on Keenan Allen. So he doesn't practice again on Wednesday. I would say he's probably a game time decision this weekend. We're going to need more information on Thursday and Friday. I think you're playing lamb. Waddle and Rice right now over Keenan Allen. Just one, he's not healthy with a heel injury. They're playing Buffalo and Easton sticks to quarterback. I, I would rank these guys as Lamb, Waddle, Rice, and Keenan Allen probably fourth right now. And hey, in some of the uh, the projections and rankings when I go look around throughout the week, some of them had Rashi Rice as like a top 10 wide receiver this weekend. So I, I, I like Rashi Rice. I think he might be a league winning receiver down the stretch here. And I'm just filtering here by ESPN's fantasy points here. And they got Rashi Rice as a top six wide receiver. I, I mean, I think at this point, the dude's been rolling nine and 10 targets in the last four games here in a row. He is the wide receiver one. And honestly, right now he's playing better than Travis Kelsey is over the last month. So again, Lamb, Waddle, Rice, Keenan Allen is how I would rank those, Nick. Do you think Josh Jacobs will play? It certainly sounds like it. Um, I did see a couple quotes from the head coach, Antonio Pierce. Let me pull those up here. Um, here it is. And so this is Vic Tiffer, one of the athletic uh, writers for the Raiders. Antonio Pierce said if he was a betting man, he would bet that both Raiders, Josh Jacobs, and Colton Miller are back for the Chiefs game on Monday. It sounded like um, – yeah, it says, I think he was close to last week. That was the decision we all made for the best interest of him. If I had to be a betting man, I would think he plays this game. So it looks like Jacobs is going to go, and uh, he's a low-end RB2 play based on volume. Um, I'm not quite sure on Brian Robinson, and I'm kind of concerned. Um, you know, I think it was week 14 they had their bye. Week 15, he misses practices, and he's unable to play. So – you know, he's been resting. His last game was week 13. So he's had almost a full two, three weeks to get ready. And he's still not practicing. So I would say that doesn't look good for his availability this weekend. I would lean towards Antonio Gibson and Chris Rodriguez kind of being the duo uh, in this one here. And, and honestly, last week, the offense played really bad, really bad. Um, it is a green matchup here going up against the Jets, but Gibson only four carries last week, five for 20 as a receiver. So he does have a high floor. Uh, and then Chris Rodriguez, who comes in and gets 10 carries for 35 yards. He's not a receiving threat. I don't think he's useful for fantasy. He's more of just a stash play. Uh, but I would say right now, I would assume Brian Robinson doubtful for this weekend. Calvin Ridley or Rashid Shahid. Um, I'm going to go with Calvin Ridley here. This is a game where I expect, again, we don't know if it's Trevor Lawrence or if it's going to be um, CJ Beathard, but Calvin Ridley, last week he comes in 5 for 39, 12 targets against a tough, you know, a tough team here in Baltimore Ravens. And honestly, it was a tough game against Cleveland too. He's playing good defenses. He's getting eight to nine fantasy points in these games, high target shares as well. And we know Tampa Bay is not very good against opponent wide receivers. You can see they rank 29th here. I mean, they let the Packers score 46 fantasy points last week as a receiver group, Atlanta, Carolina, all these teams are scoring a ton of fantasy points against them. So I'm leaning towards Calvin Ridley. I think Shahid is still a bit of a one trick pony. And you also have Chris Olave healthy, uh, Taysom Hill healthier. Uh, I, I think Shahid is more of a guy that's like, yeah, he can get you two for 30 or he can get you, you know, the, the three for, you know, 70 and a touchdown. I think I'm going to play it safe with Calvin Ridley. Uh, Gus Edwards or Ty Chandler, uh, full PPR. I think with the full PPR, that convinces me to go with Ty Chandler. Uh, Chandler's, Chandler's a good little running back. I, th I think even if Madison were healthy, I think Ty Chandler has taken over as the lead back here. 
And let me pull up Ty Chandler's numbers. They are projecting Madison with some numbers here, but once Madison gets ruled out, you're going to see Ty Chandler's projection probably snap up to like 17 points. Again, last week, 23 for 132 and a touchdown, three for 25 as a receiver. His floor looks like these games here, these 12, this 12 carry game, this 10 carry game, this 15 carry game. I'm expecting 12 to 15 carries. If he gets a touchdown, that's great. Uh, but we do know that he's involved as a receiver. So I feel comfortable about his floor being... 10 to 15 points, and, and the way the the Ravens offense operates here, we know Gus Edwards is a boomer bust touchdown player. It came through last weekend, 16 for 58 and a touchdown, but they're playing the 49ers this week. I think his ceiling is not quite there. You know, when he gets his 20 fantasy points, he usually gets multiple touchdowns. So uh, I'm going to go Ty Chandler here. I just think, you know, if Madison's out, I want Ty Chandler in my lineup. Uh, drop Damian Pierce in Dynasty. I would hold on to Damian Pierce in Dynasty Leagues. He's still a talented back. He's battled through a lot of injuries this year. He's also had to deal with a lot of offensive line injuries as well. And we're not guaranteed that Devin Singletary is going to come back to the team next year. I would hold on to Damian Pierce if it were me. Uh, putting in Miami defense, all 12 teams have two defenses. I don't trust the last eight defenses this weekend. Oh, man. Um that's scary. I, I don't know if I want to play Miami against a uh, a Dallas team that just, you know, got destroyed by the Buffalo Bills. They might be trying to play for their pride on this one. Uh, but the bottom eight defenses for me, I'm going to look at percent rostered here. Um, I mean, I would play the Bears if the Bears are a bottom eight defense. I might play the Bengals if they're a bottom eight defense. I might play... Mm, the Broncos are probably picked up in most defensive leagues. Um, I hear you. It's not great. And uh, Miami might give you a chance to win with special teams and things like that. So I understand. Uh, Evan Ingram or Dalton Kincaid. Uh, I'm going to go with Evan Ingram here. We saw Dalton Kincaid. And he might not play, actually. Let me pull up those practice reports for Buffalo. So Kincaid is... Limited on Tuesday and Wednesday. They play Saturday. We're going to be monitoring this one. He is not 100% with that shoulder injury right now. He's coming off of a zero. I am slightly concerned that um, his his elite, you know, top five, top ten tight end run, I, I, it feels like it's over right now. The momentum's not there, and I don't know if I'm comfortable, you know, wishfully thinking that he's going to bounce back. Even though it's a great matchup against the Chargers, you can see zero, seven, eight, 10. He's been on this downtrend here. And I just don't know if I'm comfortable, especially with just two targets against Dallas last weekend. Uh, I do expect them to, to play better in this one, but I think you got to go with the safe targets of Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram last week, I know he was only six targets, but four for 28 against a really good Baltimore defense. Now he's playing Tampa Bay who allows a lot of tight end points here. They allowed four for 57 and a touchdown to Tucker Kraft the week before Atlanta tight ends went nuts, nine for 99 and a touchdown. I think I'm going to ride Evan Ingram here. Good evening to David. Hope you're doing well. JSN or Josh Downs if Pittman is out. I think if Michael Pittman's out, you can make a case for Josh Downs. I, I do want to say I think I think Jackson Smith and Jigba has hopped Tyler Lockett in the pecking order uh, for Seattle. It goes DK Metcalf, JSN, and then I think Tyler Lockett. They're still not, you know, giving JSN a lot of props. Uh, in the projection department, but uh, he's been a safe four catches the last, at least the last three games. His range of outcome is six to 14 points in this time span. And honestly, we haven't seen Josh Downs play well since back in week eight. So I don't have a ton of confidence here. Three for 19 on three targets last week. Don't really know what to expect. It's also a tough matchup on paper here. The Atlanta Falcons are a top five team against opponent wide receivers. So if no Michael Pittman, I think I'm still gonna I think I'm still gonna go with JSN, who's kind of the hot hand right now for Seattle. Jonathan Taylor or Ty Chandler. Um, who that's tough. I kind of want to just roll Jonathan Taylor out. Again, it is a tough matchup against Atlanta. Uh, but if you told me Zach Moss is not playing, I will go with Jonathan Taylor. Um but part of me, I, I feel pretty comfort, comfortable saying that I don't think Alexander Madison's going to play this weekend. To me, I think the, the correct play is Ty Chandler, uh, which, which feels weird. Uh, but I think the safe answer is probably just go with Jonathan Taylor. 
I have Vikings too, but they play the Lions. The Lions are hot right now. Yeah, we're not we're not messing with that. I will say though, it's it's Minnesota at home, and it's tough to play there. Their crowd is pretty good, pretty loud there, uh, and Minnesota still fighting for their playoff lives. Tyler Conklin or Tajay Spears, um, man. I mean, both both guys are not a comfortable play. Conklin has been five to eight points the last few games. His targets are up seven, six, nine. I think Trevor Simeon's going to be the, the starting quarterback in this one. So I, I, I am open to just taking my six to eight points here with Tajay Spears, though. They're playing the Seattle Seahawks. Spears did not have a great game last week, 4.7. You know, he, but he, he did get nine for 30 as a runner. One for seven here. And to me, I think it's going to be Ryan Tannehill in this game here. I'm going to roll the dice with Tajay Spears. I think he's the better, more exciting player. I'll go Tajay Spears. Um, Alexander Madison or Kenneth Gainwell. Again, I, I, I don't think Madison's going to play this weekend, so I will go Kenneth Gainwell. Gainwell looked okay last week. He was actually involved uh, early in the game with getting some red zone looks. I know he has not been very productive for football this season, but – Assuming Madison doesn't play, I'm going to go with Kenneth Gainwell. And even if Madison plays, I think I'm still going Gainwell. Uh, Ty Chandler or Jalen Warren. Let's pull up that report here for Pittsburgh. Because I saw I saw Harris didn't practice yesterday. He's full practice today. So Najee's fine. Najee's good to go. Um, assuming, again, no Madison. You're going Ty Chandler here. Lock yourself into those 15 to 20 touches. And if they do get near the red zone, I'm, I'm going with Ty Chandler here pretty comfortably. Uh, Foreman is there. Drop Gibson, pick up Foreman. I would rather have Antonio Gibson this week still, just because it looks like Brian Robinson's not going to play. We also don't know about his availability for next week. They do have a tough schedule, though. The you know We know the commanders, their season's pretty much done. They're playing the Jets this weekend, and then I believe they get the 49ers next week. But to me, that just means Antonio Gibson's going to be out there catching passes. I do like the matchup for Foreman this week, though. If you wanted to play Deonta Foreman, I don't hate it. They they, they just really struggled to run last weekend. So I think I take the safe Gibson points here, but it's close. Gangwell or Justice Hill full PPR? I think I'm going to go with Justice Hill here, Harris. And I, I know Justice Hill has not been a, a very fun and trustworthy player throughout his career, but with no more Keaton Mitchell, I think you got to take Justice Hill. He's going to be the primary passing down back. If you look at his numbers from earlier in the season, uh, not week one, because, well, technically he got the goal line carries, but, you know, eight points, three points, 12 points, six, five, nine, somewhere in that range. I think you're looking at a six to 10 point game from Justice Hill with a healthy Gus Edwards. I take the, the, the Justice Hill PPR work. Uh, we're going to go Baker Mayfield here. I just, again, I'm not quite sure if Michael Pittman Jr. plays. I also like Baker Mayfield's cast of weapons a lot more than I like the Colts. You have Evans, Godwin, Otten, Rashad White, and Minshew. We don't know if Pittman's going to play. You get you got Alec Pierce and Josh Downs and a couple tight ends, but Jonathan Taylor's back. That could steal some touchdowns from the Minshew column, so I'll go Baker Mayfield here. Gino or Nick Mullins. Um... I think Geno's playing this weekend, which is interesting. You know, we saw Drew Locke play actually pretty decent in the last couple games here against some tough opponents. And uh, you can see Geno Smith full practice today. I would say he's on track to play. I'm going Geno Smith. Um, Yeah, he, it was – I don't understand why they did not uh, – Gibson had a decent first half against the um, – who the hell did they just play? I don't remember who they played last week, but he had a decent first half, and I don't know why they went away from it, but they they went away from Gibson. They put in a lot of Chris Rodriguez. It was kind of frustrating. So I I, I get the the hesitation there. Maybe Deonta Foreman is the guy we want over Gibson here. Uh, I don't think Ramondre Stevenson's going to play this week, Harris. Uh, he's not practicing still, and it's Wednesday. Oh yeah, it's still a DNP here with that high ankle injury. They don't really have much to play for. I think we're going to see them take it easy with Ramondre. So I, it seems like James Conner is going to be the easy decision here. Gus Edwards or Chuba Hubbard. Uh, I'm going to go Chuba Hubbard just because he's got three straight games of over like 22 touches. And that those are carries. He still gets receiving work as well. I'm going to, it's a simple case of the volume. 
Uh, sure, Gus Edwards can run for 60, 70 yards and a touchdown, but I think to me, I want to collect those 20 to 25 touches that Chuba's been getting. Uh, Mike Evans or Michael Pittman Jr. I think the answer is pretty easy. Mike Evans for me. And, and I like Pittman, but he's coming back off a concussion. You have Jonathan Taylor coming back as well. Uh, the, the Falcons defense is pretty sturdy uh, against all positions. It's weird. The Falcons have a good defense. Uh, I want to go with Mike Evans in my lineup here. Uh, William Watkins says Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray indeed. Um, Shahid or JSN? I'm going JSN here. Just safety. Uh, you know, he's a seven to 12 point PPR play right now. I get Rashid Shahid has the, the massive ceiling here, but he's also got a pretty low floor. I think last week we saw three for 36 and that was without Chris Olave. So, uh, Olave is playing tomorrow night. If, if you want to gamble, you can take the chance on Shahid, but just know that his floor is pretty low. I'm taking JSN here and good evening to Jake Tater owns. Welcome to the show. He's asking, how do I feel about Zeke? I am a little bit concerned about Zeke. Um, he, they, you know, they played the Chiefs defense last weekend. We kind of, we kind of probably expected it to not be the boomer that we saw just a few weeks back. I don't think Ramondre Stevenson's going to play, so you have that in your favor. Uh, I'm looking for the Zeke numbers here. So, you know, 11 for 25, 2.3 yards per carry, 5 for 21 as a receiver. I mean, I think this is easily the floor. If, if, if no Ramondre and this is all Zeke's backfield this weekend, like you give him 11 touches, he's going to get more than 25 yards rushing this time. It's probably more in the 40s and 50s. So uh, he's going to be involved heavily as a receiving outlet. I think you're probably looking at a game more like this uh, against the Chargers where Zeke got 17 carries for 52 yards. And, you know, this four for 40 as a receiver, I think you're more so looking at that floor of about 12 to 13 points. And uh, it's Denver. You know, we know Denver's not a very good team against the running backs. They're going to they're gonna run the ball with Zeke as much as they can. And we know that game's going to stay relatively close. I think you take the safety points of, you know, 12 to 14 PPR points here. And there's Denver allowing the second most points or the 31st most points here to the running back position. So we like Zeke. Garrett Wilson or Terry McLaurin? Um, hmm. Against the Jets, I, I probably don't want to mess with it. You know, these teams are playing each other, and, and we just know the Jets are really damn good. Sauce Gardner on Terry McLaurin bringing pressure. I know Terry had his best game of the season last week, but I think I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson here. I, I respect Sauce Gardner too much. And uh, I also, like, I'm, I'm concerned about Sam Howell, you know, maybe not playing a full game. Uh, maybe Jacoby Brissett's in there. I just, I don't trust the commanders right now, even though Terry's coming off his best game. But he's also coming off his worst game, too. A zero-point game sandwiched by a 26-point game. Going Garrett Wilson here. And Williams says, Kyler Murray, Joe Flacco, or Trevor Lawrence? We had this question in here earlier, actually. I think it was the same exact question. Uh, I... I said that Kyler Murray gives you the best combination of high floor and the highest ceiling. Joe Flacco is probably the safest starter just because he's going to throw the ball another 40 freaking times and through volume Flacco can get you there. And then with Trevor Lawrence, I don't know if he's going to play yet. It's a really good matchup uh, at Tampa Bay. We know the Bucks allow fantasy points here, but they're also Tampa Bay is playing pretty well. Um, so I, I don't know if I'm interested in Trevor Lawrence, who's also coming off an ankle injury and a concussion, slightly concerned there. The Jags just haven't looked good as an offense the last, you know, two, three games. So I'm going to rank them as Murray, Flacco, and then Trevor Lawrence would be uh, my next guy here. Komet or Isaiah Likely. That one's interesting. Um, Cole Komet's been pretty damn good all year. He's getting a tough matchup here against the Cardinals, who for some reason... They just don't allow fantasy points to the tight end spot here. But Komet has been really, really dependable the last three games here, 13, 11, and 11. But, man, oh, man, I think you got to go with Isaiah Likely. He kind of had a you know coming out party last week and the week before, 5 for 70 and a touchdown, 5 for 83 and a touchdown. If he doesn't catch the touchdown, you're going to get your 4 for 80 here. I think you go with the ceiling play. Isaiah Likely is my guy. And this one's pretty easy for me there, Harris. I'm going Dev Devonta Smith. I want to attach myself to that Eagles offense. Um, and Devonta Smith's been 
he's he's been just really really good dependable i know these bad games are 10 points 10 points uh but he's got that upside of 24 and 23 fantasy points i'm gonna go with devonta smith in a game where i expect them to maybe get the offense kind of reignited and start to play better as we get to the real fantasy or to the real nfl playoffs bears or patriots uh bears i just don't trust the patriots they're a bad team I think the Bears defense is playing hot right now. They're also at home. I'm going to go Bears. Uh, and Matt, Matt Gay has been uh, kind of hot and cold the last few weeks, but I, I do think he's going to be in a kicker-friendly environment against Atlanta this week. Pick two, Gus, Bus, Najee, Harris, or Zeke. Uh, I'm playing Zeke for sure out of this. I think he offers the highest floor, highest ceiling combination uh, I don't really love Najee Harris with the offense being led by uh, Mason Rudolph here. So I guess I'm going to go Zeke and Gus. And this is a good question here. Charlene goes, your thoughts on the Colts RB situation. So uh, I'm I, I'm not quite sure how to read it. It, it certainly sounds like we're going to see Jonathan Taylor play this week. Zach Moss, questionable with the forearm, for, forearm injury. They don't need to rush him out there, especially with Jonathan Taylor practicing in full. So uh, I'm leaning towards Jonathan Taylor being the not quite the bell cow this week because, hey, like Tyler Goodson and Trey Sermon both look good last week. I think both those guys are going to be called up and getting, you know, a couple touches here and there. So I'm not expecting a full workhorse local workload for Jonathan Taylor in his first game back. But I am excited for JT with the opportunity of no Moss. But I, I just I have to note. It's a, it's a tough matchup. For some reason, these Atlanta Falcons are the second best team against opponent running backs, allowing just 17.11 points per game. So say say Jonathan Taylor gets 70 to 75% of that, that's going to put him at the, you know, the, the 13 to 14 point range. I don't know if he has a lot of ceiling here. I, I am slightly concerned. And I don't know if this is right, but have the Falcons not allowed a rushing touchdown all year long to running backs that cannot be true let me let me double check that stat here um because that would be just insane wow zero rushing touchdowns allowed all season on 317 rushing attempts which is that's not a small number um you know, that's the 11th most on the year here. This is insanely impressive. No rushing touchdowns. Wow. I thought that was a miss. I thought that was a misprint uh, when I when I copied the numbers over. But impressive numbers from Atlanta. I don't really want to mess with them. Brandon Cooks or Terry McLaurin. Um, I'm going to go Brandon Cooks here. I, I, I trust Dak. In the Cowboys offense to not have a bad game. I don't know what to expect from Terry McLaurin in this commander's offense anymore. Um, you know, Jalen Waddle had a big game last weekend, but other than that, you know, this Jets team has been limited in some numbers here. And I just, I just don't know if I want to trust Sam Howell here. I think I'm going to take a chance on, uh, on Dak Prescott and hopefully Brandon cooks can get back in the end zone in this game. I know the numbers have been pretty bad lately, but the targets are there. Four, five, and six. I'm going I'm to trust and double down on the Cowboys. Cooper Cup or Brandon Ayuk? You got to go with Cooper Cup. Uh, Cooper Cup is still the alpha receiver on the Rams. And the way Debo Samuel's playing right now, it's close, but I'm going to go Cooper Cup. Travis Kelsey or Sam Laporta? I think, I, I think we're concerned with Travis Kelsey, guys. Um, you know, he's still the number one projected tight end, but man, oh man, Laporta has had a 28.6 game week 15, a 29 point game in week 13, a 17 point game week 12. Three of his last four games have been fantastic. And Travis Kelsey, the last few games, 7, 14, 12, 15, 15, 4, 11. It's been since week seven since we've seen an elite Travis Kelsey here. I think I'm going to gamble with the high upside of Sam Laporta. Uh, we're going Devonta Smith here over Devontae Adams. And we're going to go... Yeah. Ooh, I just... Uh, Eagles defense has been pretty bad lately. I'm going to give me, give me the Chiefs. Uh, lovely question here from Charlene. Uh, NFLweather.com. 
And hey, we have about 10 more minutes left in the show, guys. So make sure you guys get your questions in. We'll hang out for another 10 minutes or so. Uh, tomorrow night, they're in a dome, so nothing to worry about there. It's calling for a slight chance of rain in Pittsburgh on Saturday, nine mile per hour winds. The Chargers are in a dome, so no concerns there. The Falcons are in a dome. Seeing a slight chance of rain for Tennessee. The winds are fine. Minnesota in a dome, but the weather looks pretty windy. Jets looks fine. Carolina, slight chance of rain and a little bit of a little bit of wind. Houston's in a dome, no concerns. Slight chance of rain in Tampa Bay, but overall not too concerned there. Chicago, chance of rain, 13 mile per hour winds. Miami, another chance of rain and 50 mile per hour winds. Uh, but overall, I'm not too nervous about these weather games here. Slight chance of snow in Denver. Kansas City likely rain. I, I'm seeing a lot of rain potentially in mid in the Midwest on Christmas Day. So looks like it's that time of year where it's either raining or snowing, pretty much guaranteed in most games here. I would assume so. And a, a, a team like the Colts with Jonathan Taylor, that would be the team that I would bet on to, to fall into the end zone here. So that is an interesting situation. Uh, I do want to pull up the DraftKings game lines, and I'm just curious – what the odds are for a Jonathan Taylor touchdown this weekend. Yeah, that's crazy. We're in week 16 and they have not allowed a single rushing touchdown this year. That is quite impressive. Um, am I seeing any, I don't see any touchdown props yet here. So no touchdown props listed in this game. We'll hopefully get some of these props loaded up tomorrow. Uh, Curtis Samuel or Elijah Moore PPR. I don't think it's close anymore. I think you gotta you gotta roll with Curtis Samuel. He's been the hot hand, catching touchdowns, getting carries. You know he's been pretty dependable. And outside of like Terry McLaurin having a really nice game last week, I, I think you can make an argument that Curtis Samuel's been their wide receiver one pretty much all year. And two touchdowns last week, four for five for forty one, nine targets. Samuel has had had himself a really nice season. Um, so Curtis Samuel for me. I don't hate Elijah Moore this week. Again, we know we know Joe Flacco is going to throw the ball a ton, uh, but Elijah Moore has been wildly inconsistent. Better with Flacco, but still wildly inconsistent. Where I'm going to stick with my guy Curtis Samuel, and, and in a game where we we really like the Jets to be able to cover, sometimes Curtis Samuel's that he's just that guy that's like the defense is like, yeah, we'll let Curtis Samuel catch the two or three yard route. It could be a lot of Curtis Samuel targets uh, this weekend. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. But anyways, uh, get your final questions in guys. I will do my best to answer them. And what we'll be doing is tomorrow night, I will be going live uh, 6.30 PM central time. Uh, we'll have a full day of practice reports and news to get you guys updated with. So bring your questions tomorrow night at 6.30 PM central time. And then I'm off for the, the Christmas holiday here. I don't think I'm going to be able to upload a video on Friday or Saturday, but I will be available to answer any questions, whether you guys comment on this video, uh, Twitter, any of the other outlets here, TikTok, and uh, the Discord as well. So if you guys have questions, I'll be there. Otherwise, I want to wish you Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. We'll hopefully see you guys tomorrow night. And again, uh, let me know if you guys have any questions. We'll see you guys tomorrow evening. Peace.